the things he was doing at Real Madrid with with 17 goals and the next top the, the next person in 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 their team has less than 10 goals right now the top scorer is uh, Robert Lewandowski who has uh, 15 goals in i think nine appearances mm. His, score, his scoring rate is actually even higher than Cristiano Ronaldo at the time he finished with 15 goals because he netted those in 11 goals in, in 11 games, appearances. Yeah. Uh, they also have they also have Sergi Gnabry. He's he's doing pretty good for. He's actually for, been the surprise element in yeah, that Bayern team. He's, he's actually, yeah, he's sure. Yeah, been and uh, midweek I think it was Ozil that actually tweeted that he had included him in his ultimate eleven back then in 2015. He did, and it was uh, it came off as a joke because he mentioned. Was that, it? It was. I, I I remember when he was making that that uh, eleven. Mm. He made he made he made a, he made. A, those, I, th- I think one of Sergi Gnabry was just right in front of him sitting, mm. and uh, I think everyone expected him to 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 put himself probably because he had, <laughs> had he had spoken about legends, uh, he had spoken about uh, the Marcelos, mm. he had put Marcelo in the in the left back, and he had commented that he had not seen a technically gifted player like him, a technically gifted maybe full back like him. Mm. So everyone expected uh, a really, really, really big name there, and uh, he just jokingly put. I, I don't want to say jokingly. I do not know them personally, but he said he said it, and they all burst out and laughed when he put uh, Ginabri. Now Ginabri, has, he, he, for those of us who know him from the Arsenal days, uh, he wasn't that bad of a player, but he's too good of a player right now. For yeah. us to imagine that you turn into this five years, five years ago, quick flashback. I don't think I would have seen a Gnabry no, torture think, clubs think, like this and uh, Arsenal reject. I think uh, making such wonders in Germany and uh, also taking his club to the Champions League final. I think he wasn't given that much of a chance because you could see talent in him, even even growing up from the youth system. You could see a player who is you know, ready to go out there and conquer the world. Yeah. Of course, I, I doubt whether he might reach the levels or the heights of, uh, say, uh, Lewandowski or uh, the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo and, and Messi. But I think he will be that utility player that Bayern team has. Just so like David you believe Alaba. if you met Gnabry at a train station or a bus station and you asked him... Do you ever dream of uh, having such vulgar statistics on uh, at the Bayern club back then when he was still at Arsenal? No, when he was young, you could see glimpses of, uh. of a, a quality player. You know, you, you look at the glimpses of him, some of the things he used to do sometimes, not always because he wasn't given 90 minutes to play. Yeah. But you could see glimpses. I always look at a player with the glimpses they put out there. If they do something three times, then I know that perhaps they have a future in this thing. Yeah. I, so I, Gnabry, I think I think Gnabry is uh, more more like a player that that uses pace and uh, his aggression to to get the ball. Easy. He has the brain yeah. too. So, so we could put him with uh, the likes of Sadio Mane. Uh, the aggression I, I, and the I pace. think he would do he would do good in any team that that uh, Pep uh, that sorry Klopp, that Klopp, Klopp yeah. uh, because Klopp has, has 
used players like that uh, from from uh, Dortmund and now transforming players to to that kind of aggression and uh, pace in Liverpool. I think at the time he was at Arsenal, Serge Gnabry was not fit for the Arsenal squad and what they stood for at the time under uh, Arsene Wenger. Because at that time, Arsene Wenger wanted uh, to possess more of the ball and uh, he wanted what what, uh, you could say are FIFA goals. Yeah. Pass, pass, pass the ball until you're into someone's net, <laughs> until you break uh, someone's uh, defense down, and that's that's what uh, have those ten yeah. t- ten passes into the opponent's box. Uh, and and put the yet, ball at the back of the net. Serge Gnabry is the kind that's uh, trying to they, because Bayern Munich use a lot of upside traps. Yeah. yeah, they they that's why uh, if you it's it's something they've failed at. If you look at their statistics about being caught offside, there are very, very many compared to a normal, normal team that, that, that's been winning like them. They usually use offside traps a lot. And they like to spread the wings. Yeah, and he's that kind of person that runs. Because uh, when Arsenal couldn't accommodate him at the time, they loaned him out. Yeah. They loaned him out to, to West Bromwich. And uh, I think West Bromwich did not have the players that were good enough to create for him and put him on the run like he wishes to play as he plays right now. Even when he came into uh, Bayern Munich, it took him a while to, 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 play, to play football at Bayern Munich because from West Bromwich, they first, uh, I think he went to, to Werder Bremen. Yeah. yeah, he started at Wanda and then he... Then he went to Bayern, Bayern Munich, Munich, which Bayern also loaned him for two seasons Yeah, before he came back for this. So I think he's also had a lot of time to to get used to the league, which league he had grown up in, his German. And uh, right now it's, it's, it's shocking for us that, that, that saw us not let him go. But uh, it's, it's putting a Bayern way ahead of PSG because him alone yeah. has the same goals with the PSG front three. Wow, that's so incredible for uh, Di Maria. Di Maria has three goals, I think, and six assists. Mm. Then uh, Neymar and Mbappe, I think both combined also have six goals. Mm. So it's really uh, going to be out of the odds for for. Bayern to lose this one, but like like uh, my colleague said, it's it's about a finale is always a different kind of game. Yeah, true. The approach they uh, come into the game with is different. Uh, if you look at how uh, usually PSG play, PSG are all out attack. They always come to attack you until they get a goal. This is not how they've been playing the previous game. Yeah. It's a whole um, change of philosophy for, yeah, for them. They've and it has actually worked incredibly nice they've, for them. They've approached every, every game from the time they were uh, just before COVID, when mm-hmm. they took out uh, Dortmund. They approached every game individually. And that's how they stopped, uh, they stopped the, the, the goal scorers of, of, I think, this teenager of... of uh, 
Dortmund, Haaland. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, because he was he was on a good run before he met them. Mm. And uh, they're also using Marquinhos. People always forget Marquinhos is a center back. Yeah. Marquinhos is such a player that uh, he won't even appear on the screens on the cameras. Uh, if you are to be a very long distance fan who doesn't get into details, you're never going to notice his impact on the club. Um he's a center back that's doing well in the in the anchorman position in the midfield. He's yeah. doing a very great job. Uh and and you cannot say he would have done any better because the center back is the center back is also doing very very well. Yeah. Um he, earlier on you uh, Tony gave us um the pivotal role for Thiago Alcantara. Do you think uh, on the other side of the teams that are actually featuring uh do you think Marco Verratti or um any other player is going to put up a very very big challenge to boost that midfield? I, I think if they uh, play Marquinhos there and and <coughs> Marco Verratti they they should be able to really uh, counter any offensive uh kitchen sink that Thiago will try to throw because Thiago Alcantara being a Barcelona former Barcelona player he has all the fingerprints from them and of course the other side you have Neymar who has also been at Barcelona so i think they could have some What's your Barcelona impact on this uh, on these two individuals uh the passing like he said uh the passing of the ball the way they control the ball those are the basics you learn from Barcelona the mm-hmm. tempo and i, I think I, I think Barcelona didn't have a much impact on uh, Thiago oh, no it did Even actually have a very big impact on Thiago it didn't have a big Thiago impact Thiago changed his culture uh as a player as an individual for the long balls uh, which actually he didn't do so much at barcelona because no. he didn't have the time i mean this this is the guy who was being groomed to be the next zavi mm-hmm. and uh, and now he's not playing the zavi role he yeah, is playing that's deeper that's the, the how he had to redefine himself from from actually what he had been nurtured to be mm. So he, he I think it was a failed future for Barcelona, a failed project for Alcantara to be in the picture of Xavi. No, it wasn't a failed, but uh, at, at the time, because they are not prophets to know who was going to shine and who was not going, because Barcelona also has failed projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did not know Xavi or Iniesta was going to be that good. Now, for you to be benching and, and waiting for Xavi to get sick or injured or retire yeah was not going to be good he's for him. i think uh one year into his 30 uh he's 29 years uh because even even tiago when he, he came into uh, bayern munich he was not doing that role it's until uh swans is it swans because he was playing with with javi martinez mm. which javi martinez was also transformed into a center back because mm. of uh, the injuries they had mm. so this this was uh, i think i do not want to say desperacy but they had no other option at the time javi martinez was the anchor man munich had no option in the midfield yes javi martinez was the anchor man mm-hmm. and they got an injured center back so they were forced to push javi martinez to play center back and then yeah to to they did not have any replacement for a center back better than him mm-hmm. so the the six was forced to play as a center back mm. and then tiago alcantara was transformed into an anchor man who already had the passing abilities 
which which is but, but i don't know if working if, out perfectly if, if, well if you guys have noticed because he has mentioned he has touched on the issue of age uh the clubs that are trying to build up this time around you can see that uh the players who are now shining or who are giving a grip to football today are not the young players at the yeah, moment yeah true it's the aged players the, the ones in their late 30s Actually, the young players can actually be handpicked. Uh, you can know there, there are very few, very yeah. few. I, I think that's a good thing for football because in in many cases we've been writing off these AG players. You like he's thirty, then you write him off. But when you see that clubs are recruiting, previously players, someone has actually called it uh, the class of Zlatan. That 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 class includes the LeBron James in the NBA, yes. uh, the Hamilton in Formula One, uh, Djokovic, and yes. then Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. These are guys that are not giving up. You know. Yes. They are still yeah. delivering, even at their. Uh, at their I think. Age. I think. I think. Uh, th- this is this is the time we should be crediting uh, this uh, whole generation of of Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi, mm. because if if you look critically, these are the people that have. They, they have. Formed who we consider young or old mm. for the last decade. Wow, when that's, they came, that's very very big. When they came, when they came, I think the first time uh, Cristiano Ronaldo won a, a, a Ballon d'Or mm. was the time at uh, Manchester, Manchester United, United. Mm. 2007 eight. Yeah. Still in his early twenties. Yes, yeah. from that time, I think that's when he got into the competition with Lionel Messi, and yeah. from that time we've always viewed. These, these guys have actually served consistency for more than people, 10 years. These two people made older players retire early. Mm-hmm. Because now we are having players that are as old as 37. How old is Latin? How old is Buffon? How old is... These are people that are still trying to... And Ronaldo, for, for, for a person of his age right now, is delivering very well. Yeah, true. When you look at before the, the the Ronaldo and Lionel Messi era, we had what we consider what we call aged players mm. bossing up. I think the only player I'd seen uh, bossing at a very young age, who was unfortunately affected by injuries, was Ronaldo, the Brazilian. Yeah, he he came up. He came up. Uh, was it one of the issues uh, that led to his early retirement? Uh no, I I I think I think uh, I think he. Because I, I I personally believed he still had a lot to serve to the game. No, th- this comes back to personality of the player, because uh, these are people who are who are very technically gifted. Mm. They used to be. I don't know how true the stories were. Some of them are true because uh, they've been testimony to fellow players where he would come up and uh, pick up a player and, and they have a match tomorrow and he's telling them we should go to the club. <laughs> he's parking and hooting at their, their uh, home. <laughs> and they're very worried, like, boss, don't you know we have a game tomorrow? And uh, he's confidently telling them the game is tomorrow and we'll play. Let's go out and enjoy ourselves. Mm. So I think uh, <laughs> it's, it's the lifestyle that took a toll on him and eventually he could not... because. Competitive football is very demanding, no yeah. matter how talented yeah, you are. Yeah, it takes no a unique kind of discipline yeah. for a player to even, be. Even these players we call very technically gifted, the Messi's, the Neymar's, they work very hard about it. So the, the lifestyle, I think, took a toll on him. 
but back to the issue I was giving, I was still talking about the fact that when you look at the former stars and when they, they, they were stars, they were not as young as Lionel Messi or Ronaldo at the time they won their first Ballon d'Ors. Yeah. Take a look at uh, the, 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 the stars in the previous decade. When you look at the people who, who were Nothing. winning and, and uh, making headlines on the continent, look at uh, Ronaldinho, look at Cannavalo, look at Zidane, look at Rivaldo, mm. look at Shevchenko, Look at these scorers, the Italians, Inzaghi. Yeah, Inzaghi. Uh, uh, I keep forgetting. Look at Tony mm. uh, Del Piero. Then this uh, Totti. When you look at uh, Raul Figo, when you look at all these players, reminds me of the Galacticos. They were not very, very young. Yeah, and for the record, uh, you could make make it straight. Yeah, uh, yes, Tony. <laughs> A Madrid fan. No, I, I'm, I'm a strange football fan, but I'm a, I, I also love to watch Brazil. It should be clear. Even I, Newcastle I, plays football. They don't I, play I, rugby. I, I definitely even watch villagers playing. Yeah. Uh, I'm known for that. I could sit somewhere and just watch people I don't even know playing football. But I love to watch the Brazilians play football. I love to see Real Madrid definitely has very many Brazilians. And so uh, in England... England, I would, I would say the closest right now to Brazil could be. Which soft spot do you have uh, for any European, for, um, for a Premier League team? Of course, I have a soft spot for Manchester United because that's my club and Leeds United. I, I disagree. I, dis- <laughs> I, I, I feel like they kick the ball around and run after it. This, this is what makes females think football is just running about. <laughs> The, the, the football. Well, that philosophy has actually managed to have uh, Manchester United uh, be among the yeah, most yeah. glorious teams in England. So I don't know, that, kicking that, around the ball. That's has a debate for another day. But no, uh, there are stats to that. Depends uh, on how. Depends on how. I don't know if it's very satisfactory the way Barcelona <laughs> came and beat everyone. I am a Madrid fan, and trust me, Barcelona. There is a time. Uh, I think. I think Mourinho's first game. Mm. In the classical, they beat us hands down. I think, I think it was, it was five, a five zero. Five zero. Five yeah. Yes. They beat up. They they, they beat us so it's bad. Again, Mourinho I, came out to be emotional at the touchline. Yeah. 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 Even Javi uh, scored. Yes, yeah. I I I have not had that kind of football being played by Manchester United. So he's still a darling to Manchester. But but, but I think uh, what you were talking about age. Um, we see Sevilla now because it has some age team, yeah, and and we see Inter Milan has because now it is a new normal to see a club going to going after a player who is about thirty years of age. Th- and that growing that, all that, the that money shows you how much these two players the class have of had an effect. These guys have been uh, very influential. These people have had a very big effect on the football world in general. Mm. Basically, they've put they, they denied all the other gifted players a chance to win till now so all the other gifted players are still stuck in football to get their time to be to glorious to shine no I, I think sometimes when you go to the accolades that have been giving out given out the balloon wall the the the, 
I think sometimes it has gone down to some of the politics in this yeah yeah I, I, I because Wesley can't, Snyder would have I can't testify to 2010 I, I and, think, and, you know, I think some of those it's it's the same as uh, the 2014 when when they gave when they gave the best player to to Lionel Messi, Messi. Mm. I had seen James Rodriguez do things I hadn't seen in a long time I'd seen uh, uh, Ian Robin embarrass Spain. Does, does that draw a he picture made, he that? Made them uh, crawl. Does that draw a picture that for you to win a Ballon d'Or, we are not going to consider what you've done in the twelve months? We 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 originally thought it was, but uh, Blatter surely showed us it it wasn't. Okay, not Blatter, but the time Blatter was president, we the first the first player to win, I think. Uh, uh, a Ballon d'Or like that without doing much in the league. Mm. Not not necessarily much, but without being competitive enough to win before the, the major tournament was Carnavalo. Yeah, yeah, true. And shockingly two, with, the, with his position of play. Yeah, in 2006 when he won the, he won the World Cup, uh, he was, I think, the team captain. Mm. But before that, we could not even have put him on the list of the top 10 players to have been the best at uh, football that season. Yeah. And maybe Zinedine Zidane, who came out of retirement, was supposed to win it. But uh, because of disciplinary issues, I remember he got a red card from head-butting Materazzi in the World Cup finale. Mm. He lost it because of disciplinary issues. Uh, of course, on top of losing in the, in the penalty shootout. But uh, since then, we got players that were doing much in the league. Of course, uh, the, 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 these tournaments come occasionally after four or two years, depending on uh, the tournament, World Cup, Euro, or back home in Brazil. I've, I've not seen anyone consider the African... Uh, Cuff. Cuff as the, Afri- <laughs> the African, African tournament. Mm. I've not seen them oh, consider it that much. Even them that we are very sure he was true. bringing unfair on, on Ronaldo. Yeah, no, Ronaldo I think, comes I think, with all the clout. He yeah, comes with, comes with the, commercial rights for yeah. the club. I mean, he comes with that extra... I mean, being at the point, uh, at the end of the league that he has been contending for, the golden boot in Italy, mm. it shows you something that he still has... I think some. Ronaldo is actually uh, one of the reasons the league had to come back on uh, some of the screens, uh, some of the channels <laughs> on uh, Supersport. That is operating. Yeah, so... The, no, no, it's actually... I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure if it's uh, why so some of the, the league came back. Like me, we were, you don't we, believe that? We wanted, the, we wanted football to come back. Serie A. even Ronaldo, even the onto Serie A. Onto the... And believe you me, even if the Serie A may not have come back... On Supersport. Yes, we would have really been into our football. I, th- I think... I think he had you, marketing. I think for you to say, to say Neymar has not delivered is, is a bit... He has not delivered to the expectations that we had. For for a person for, that, for a person that that comes back because previously, like this season, how many goals does he? Neymar has played less than eighty five games for for for. But, but but to be honest, I think even to most of the because they bought him before, most of the PSG uh, uh, fans are kind of shocked to see this Neymar because they're excited. No yes. shock actually. The people They're who excited are excited in shock. The people who are who are excited to see this and and are shocked about it are people who do not 
watched uh, him in PSG in the league. Because for for him, but we watch him on Champions League. Right? What, what, yeah, what is his worst? What is his worst season in 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 uh, PSG? All of them have been bad in Champions yeah. League nights. 